Blog Talk Radio. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Welcome. This is supposed to be my last show of a series that I started a couple weeks ago called Fifty Shades of Ego. And last week, as you recall, I started talking about the Aurora, Colorado shooter. And hopefully now that we're out a couple weeks from that event, we're all coming down from the shock, unfortunately, and trying to process how in the world someone can get out of control to that extent and be totally disconnected with reality of what's going on in his life and the people around him. So I want to spend this last show and half hour talking about people that find themselves in this area that I call the gray zone. I want to talk about how people like him and others find themselves in this creepy area that can overtake you if you're not careful. And if you play too long in this gray zone, how it becomes your reality and you have no idea what you're doing. In the extreme case of the guy in Aurora, Colorado, and possible suggestions of how you can get out of this zone or at least identify if you've fallen in this zone or you know people around you that have fallen into this gray zone area it becomes somewhat dangerous if you don't have a good handle on it. You know, there's several reasons why I made the transition from FM radio to blog talk in January of this year. I love the flexibility of my show, and I can do it anywhere in the world. And as we have figured out now, I've done it a couple times remotely, and I'm going to continue to do that process because I just love it. I just love the flexibility of being able to do it. And it works great for me while I'm out on my world book tour with Beyond the Pews. But one of the most fascinating and fun parts that I like is the marketing aspect of Blog Talk. They do a very good job at providing people with marketing tools. So you can see what's going on with your radio program and where it's coming from and who's listening and where they're listening from and the tools and different ideas and numbers. Well, what's fascinating, and I'm glad that it's happening, is that I've only been on six months, and I'm finding that my listenership is exploding, thank goodness. When I first got on it, it was a real learning curve for me. I just kind of wanted to stay low, (laughs) make sure I knew what I was doing, for goodness sake. You know, you have to push a lot of buttons and you have to get a lot of things lined up in the universe to make it happen so calmly and effortlessly effortlessly live. So I've been doing it now for six months and I'm watching the numbers creep up each week. And and so since I started, it's like quadrupled. In fact, even gone beyond that in the last couple of weeks. Thank you very much for all of you new listeners and those people that are finding me on Blog Talk. I appreciate it. 
But what I want to do right now is just take a little time since it's been my six-month checkup, shall we say, to fill you in on the new listeners that don't know me and that have tripped upon my my show, and thank you for listening. I am an author of a book called Beyond the Pews, Breaking with Tradition and Letting Go of Religious Lockdown. It came out almost a year now, and it's finding quite successfully in the marketplace, won several awards, including Best Spiritual Book in San Francisco Book Fair and second runner-up in the cover uh, awards a couple weeks ago in Denver, and I guess that's a big deal. Anyway, the book is about myself growing up as a minister's daughter and an awakened intuitive, and I did an entire show on that that you might want to go back and listen to. I won't go over all the gory details right now, (laughs) but you can go back. It's in my archives, of course, under Change Already, and it was the show that I ran January 26th. And you can also find a download of those kind of things at my website, which is JillianMossBackman.com, J-I-L-L-I-A-N-M-A-A-S-D-A-C-K-M-A-N.com. And that's my actual website, and I, I write for several different ones, but you'll find all the shows grouped together there that I've done because I tend to do series, and then every once in a while I do a straggler here and there, but... I put them all together so they're easy to find. I started out in independent radio years and years ago and went full-time in FM radio on my own show about three years ago, and then I took a hiatus to finish the book, and this is how I found myself on Blog Talk. I just love it. Anyway, we left off talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, the book itself, and boy, is it making a commotion in the world I'm writing a blog because it just got replaced in a hotel in Europe. They actually took out the Gideon Bible and replaced it with Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, I'm not going to make any judgment calls on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just thought it was a very odd choice to break what I call in this blog that I'm writing about right now. I'm calling it Night protocol <laughs> and you know we're so used to seeing the Bible in particular in the nightstand and what an odd strange book to replace it with which is Fifty Shades of Grey which is what I've been talking about in the last week I talked about breaking down our own ego into two parts the human ego side of ourselves, which I labeled more intellectual side, and the spiritual ego side of ourselves, which I determined is more of a heart-driven kind of side of ourselves. In that show, I asked you and gave you the assignment of each of you to decide and take an observatory view of which side dominates your daily routine. Are you working mostly from human ego thought and ideas or... Are you top-heavy on the spiritual ego side, or are you using both of them and and using the protocol from both sides as you need it during the day? The goal of that exercise was to get a greater understanding of both sides of our paths of ourselves. I know it's a strange, odd way of separating, but 
if you eventually can work both of those together and lay them upon each other and know when to use one or the other or both at the same time, you'll begin to see how they mold together and create a healthy ego image of yourself and in the world that you work with. Were there parts of yourself that you saw that rise up to arrogance or know-it-alls, or do you have a tendency to be on the side of self-worthlessness, where you talk about yourself as a loser and put yourself down? These are all things that you need to look at when you start building up that healthy ego of yourself. You know, you can have confidence and you can love yourself, but it's the healthy ego part and a spiritual part that grounds that all together. Power and control start happening in a person's life when they use the extremes to their advantages. When your spiritual ego has a tendency to fall down upon itself and you don't have that spiritual rock ego around you, it tells you that you're really not as important as anybody else. We're all of the same value. We're all made of the same spirit of oneness that makes us all equal in our tasks and lessons that we're here to learn. This is that nebulous zone I'm talking about that I label the gray zone. I want to talk about how this gray area is like life's little loophole that human beings, for some reason, are have the uncanny ability to find and manipulate this gray area to their advantage, and sometimes to the cost of others. I'm going to use an example now, and unfortunately, I'm not really happy about it, but I do want to talk about it. I hope that most of you are watching the Summer Olympics. I'm having an absolute ball watching the Summer Olympics in London with my kids. And it's really a good teaching tool for children and adults alike on that human spirit and how that humanness of wanting to seek greater greatness within ourselves and keep that human will and perseverance taking it to a greater level of achievement and how our human ego has to fit together to do that. And then you can see how some of them have been able to stay humble in that process. And humbleness is a part of that spiritual ego that I was talking about last week. And you can see that they, the ones that have really based their, their abilities and their talents in the spiritual ego, so they don't take themselves too seriously. But you have to admit it's really a heavy burden that we place on those young people at such a young age and they're obtaining such huge goals that none of us or very few of us will ever be able to attack. But in the midst of all that, there was an event that happened that really made me sad. This is how I want to demonstrate what people talk about when I say living in the gray zone. I'm not sure if you've been following the story that's unfolding with the Olympic badminton athletes. Well, there were several of them that were disqualified this week because the over the Olympic overseeing committee 
was starting to see instances of what they labeled unsportsmanlike conduct on several of the teams. Well, apparently these badminton players from certain countries found a loophole, that gray zone that I always talk about, in this round-robin tournament that they're doing. And what they figured out is if they throw some of the games, that will give them an advantage in their grouping that they're in to play the lower qualified teams and then still move it them into the championship round and get possible medals. Now, this is what I'm talking about, and unfortunately, they decided that they would take advantage of the gray zone that they found in this Olympic loophole. Now, they got caught in this example. In other words, they tried it. They didn't know whether they would get through or not, but they decided that it was worth the effort to play in the gray zone and go more towards darker relationships and darker decisions, and they got caught. I'm using this example to show you that the gray zone is an open field for opportunities, but it's also a place where the human ego can manipulate yourself and talk yourself into doing things in this area that maybe are not the smartest choices that one should be doing in their life. After the break, I want to talk specifically about this gray zone and how we find ourselves in there by choice or is it by accident. We'll be right back after this short break. Looking for more? Welcome back. Here's your host, Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. 
Hi. Welcome back. After this short break, or before the break, excuse me, I was talking about the athletes that were disqualified from the Olympics this week in badminton because they had made some unscrupulous choices and found themselves in the gray zone. You know, one thing I try to do is that I get really bored with talking heads. So I really work on finding life examples that reiterate the stories that we're talking about and possibly some of the lessons of change and growth that we need in our life. Well, I have to admit, usually sometimes it's hard to find examples and I search and I search and it's like, oh, I'm never going to find anything that lines up. But this week, I hate to tell you, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. It was so easy to use the example of the Olympics and then another example I'm going to talk about later on in the show that almost hurt. I felt so bad. And I'm sure some of you would not label what the Olympic people did in the badminton area as bad or even inappropriate that that they got disqualified and that their actions demonstrate what I'm talking about living in the grave, but I have to respectfully disagree. Let's say for argument's sake that they didn't get caught and that the risk that they had done paid off in some kind, whether they got a medal or some kind of recognition and through the matches like they did and they won on the other end. Now one might say that the worst was it was worth the risk because otherwise they might have missed an opportunity of a lifetime they would have or never have before. And in this certain area the risk outweighed the consequences. And unfortunately this time the risk didn't pay off, and they got caught playing in this this gray zone. I know people don't understand it, but I see this gray area in reality as really organized chaos. There's an invisible chaos that goes on around us all the time, and the Indian word for that is maya. Now, for some reason, people just love and get off living in this gray zone of chaos. It does, however, have a natural order to the erraticness that goes on, and there is some kind of odd predictability in this seemingly sea of unpredictability as it looks from the outside looking in. This is where I think the human ego has an important role to play in deciphering and living among this maya to figure out where you're supposed to do and what choices you're supposed to make along the way. The point of the exercise is never to stay on either side too long, either the human ego side of ourselves or the spiritual side of ourselves. Now, we're all playing in this valley of grayness, but what happens to some people is that they get caught up in the excitement of the chaos. The human ego is a part of feeding into that excitement. It's the one that wants us to challenge to keep getting better. It's the one that wants us to have a level of courage and fearlessness 
that our spiritual ego of ourselves may not necessarily possess. It's the one that can make the difference and actually affect change in ourselves and others. And it is a part of teaching other people. The human ego is very good at that because we all want to experience human experiences, human love, human success, soulmates, all those different kind of things. It's what makes us jump into the chaos and thrive inside of the chaos. And it's our spiritual ego that keeps us from buying into the reality that the chaos is us, that we are in control of the human chaos around us. And the reality is it's really not true. You can't control the gray zone. You can't control the chaos. And unfortunately, the badminton kids actually believe that they could impose their human will and ego of what they wanted to achieve out of it and manipulate the life system of this gray zone that they found inside of the actual system. They bought into the fact that they could manipulate enough and make these choices that in the long run, their will would create the outcome they were looking for. And unfortunately, they're a good example of how one can be swallowed up by this gray area that doesn't have any rules. It's that area we find ourselves in going from black to white. And there's many shades other than 50. So people become either scared to death to live in this chaos, or on the flip side, they get so an internal rush from this chaos and this gray area, they lose sight of what we're really supposed to be doing here, which is learning soul lessons and creating a sense of ego identity in the middle of this gray zone. The problem that happens when you find yourself in this area too long, you start buying into your own hype, right? These are the kind of people that lose sight of what's important. So they believe a bigger, stronger person, a better job, a better career, giving more people, being on TV, being in radio, anything that they consider as being something more important than what they are becomes all-encompassing. They don't mind pushing the boundaries of good and evil. Some people would label that original sin. That to me is somewhat archaic. The reality is there is no black or white. We have to learn how to play in this ego. And our two halves of ourselves, the human ego part of ourselves and the spiritual ego part of ourselves is what keeps us from drowning in the gray zone in the middle. We all know those people that are willing to do whatever it takes to get what they need next. And we also know that if they push it too far, they're going to get caught. And unfortunately, in the place in the Olympics for the badminton, they pushed it a little too far, didn't they? 
They manipulated their minds to think their own self-talk that they could just do one more thing, just one more little boundary to push against the rules. The problem with the gray zone is you never know where that line is. It's that elusive part in the chaos that doesn't have rules or boundaries. But yet, for some reason, we still think that we can keep pushing and pushing further and against the current of chaos and that we won't get caught in the rush down the river. The goal of the exercise here is to figure out how to bob and weave in this chaos. We're always going to have gray zone. But how you maneuver in that gray zone, you have to listen to your own spiritual self-talk. We all know right from wrong intrinsically and what's right for ourselves maybe not right for another person or what's wrong for ourselves may not be wrong for another person. We spend so much time defining what everybody else is doing. We don't look at ourselves and we still see the payoff in the gray area. My suggestion to you is once you learn how far you can push into those boundaries, because there's nothing wrong with pushing into the darker side of this chaos, the question becomes, do you know when to stop? That's what happens with people. They don't know when they've crossed that ego line of themselves where the human ego overpowers the spiritual ego that says, no, this is enough. You've learned enough lessons. You've learned enough identity of who you are in the dark gray area. Don't be afraid of it. Maya is just a part of the chaos. It will always be. But don't get swallowed up in the middle of it thinking and believing in your own hype that you are smarter, better, and wiser than everybody else, and that you can just do this one little thing next, and then you'll stop. You have to know both parts of yourself and be respectful and trust both aspects of yourself when you can get to the point of understanding who and what you are. I hope that helps you understand the gray area. And the other story I wanted to tell you real quick was I was watching the news and they were doing a big show on the book again. Everybody's doing stories on the Fifty Shades of Gray. And they were talking about how there's now a generation that's being born because the women, the mothers, are reading these books and that they are all now having children because of the book. So they're attributing their next of kin to the book itself. And you'll never believe what they're calling these children that will be born, I think they said in February or something. They're calling them the gray children. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I just was speechless that somebody would actually call their children gray children. I'm not sure spiritually what that means, and I'm not sure spiritually, I'm sorry, humanly what that means. It just took me 
by surprise that someone would actually label their children as gray. We'll have to stay tuned to that story and see how it all works out. Next week, I want to start preparing for my next adventure. Change Already is going back on the road once again, and this time I'm going to Asia. My next spiritual discovery tour, I'm going to a place called Ampore Wat. And I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with it, but it is one of the oldest and most um, well-known Buddhist civilizations on record. And I'm excited about doing the show there. Now, I'm not going to do it live, but I will do it remotely from that place. And I'm going to talk about it next week and give you some more information about this Amkor Wat Buddhist civilization and then do my remote broadcast the following week towards the middle of August. But between now and then, I want you to remember, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. I'll see you next week, high noon, same place, same time, Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already.